Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and I have with me a new guest on the show, Father Carter Griffin, who is the rector of the St. John Paul II Seminary here in Washington, D.C. Father Griffin, welcome to Catholic Bites. Thanks. Great to be here. Great. Well, we are going to talk today about an interesting topic that, well, I mean, we wouldn't talk about it if it wasn't interesting. I guess the boring podcasts we'll save for another time. But uh, uh, we're going to talk about apologetics and specifically what apologetics are. I guess it's the plural. And, and what they're not, you know, what, what does it mean to, to evangelize versus to, to be well-versed in apologetics? So with that really obscure uh, introduction, why don't, you, why don't you give us some, some, some clarification? What do you, what's the difference between evangelization and, or what is apologetics? Yeah, I guess we'll start uh, there. Well, um, I mean, the word actually, the word actually, the, the, the root of word is helpful to think about it because the root of the word is, is the defense. Uh, it's from a Greek word, which essentially would be like we think about a trial, like someone, mm-hmm. you know, a defense, a defense attorney or something like that. And so the idea behind apologetics, which predated Christianity, but certainly became very important when Christianity, which takes uh, the human mind and reason so, so seriously, uh, the idea of the logos, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus is the one who, who brings, who is the, it brings order into the universe, and that we have the capacity with our human minds to understand that order. Mm-hmm. And so when, when we are learning the faith, um, we the the faith can be defended it we we don't necessarily know everything through reason obviously mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. revelation is essential um but we can know a lot of things through our, the use of our reason and everything can be defeat can can be defended everything in the faith can be defended uh against the charge that it is unreasonable yeah. right and so the use of apologetics is really this kind of this this trial attorney you know defending the faith from those who charge that it is unreasonable uh, and that's the purpose of apologetics which is really important but it's also not everything. It's not even close to everything. It's a kind of a subset, I think, of, I mean, one way to think about it is that it's, one, it's a subset of evangelization, yeah, right? That yeah. it's, a, it's a piece of, just as the mind is a piece, an important piece, but not the only piece of the human person, so to apologetics is one piece, but not the whole thing of evangelization, which also includes primarily the work of grace. Uh, it includes um, the work of uh, preaching the gospel, which is different than mm-hmm. teaching the faith. Uh, it includes the work of giving good example. It includes the work of sacrifice mm-hmm. on behalf of others, you know, helping others to come to a deeper um, appreciation. And above all, it doesn't include um, the relationship with Jesus Christ, yeah. you know, that encounter. So, yeah, those yeah. Are, I think the big difference is. I, I think I like, I like thinking of apologetics in terms of like breaking down barriers, but Christ still has to enter in. Yeah. So like there, there might be a wall between someone and, and the church or someone in belief, you know, I can't get past this thing. This seems so crazy. This seems so weird. And apologetics might tear down that wall, like enable them to, oh, understand that. But they still have to walk forward. And that's the work of grace, you know, working through them. And so it, it's essential for evangelization. And yet it's not the only thing it's it's necessary but not sufficient like it, it you, we need we need something more to get us to believe definitely you know and i think my own uh case kind of anecdotally as an example of that i'm a convert to the faith i came into the church when i was in college and a big part of my coming into the church happened to be breaking down some of those barriers mm-hmm. that you were just talking about mm-hmm. i had been a protestant um i, I was a very good protestant <laughs> but i was a protestant and i you know i had my this the the standard uh, kind of central casting kind of, you know, uh, impressions of the Catholic faith. They were worship Mary and, yeah, you, know, yeah. um, you know, that they took the Eucharist way too far and all that sort of stuff. And so for me, a lot of it was breaking down those barriers. So I think that's part of it. I think another huge benefit of apologetics um, 
is that it gives confidence, I think, to mm. Catholics who many Catholics um, have a level of understanding of the faith which is grossly disproportionate to their understanding of basically anything else yeah, in their yeah, life, yeah. you know? <laughs> so you have, you know, guys with, you know, two PhDs and they have an understanding of the faith that stopped at the age of 11, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so you have this gross <laughs> disparity. And I think a lot of, and it's not necessarily their fault, you know? Um, I think anyone can fill in some of those gaps. But I guess my point is that a lot of people don't realize just how beautifully harmonious the faith is and how it all fits together yeah. and how and how and just to give that confidence that wow like smart people wise people have thought thought through these questions for centuries before i even existed and why not draw from all that wisdom so yeah. I think it, that, that'd be really helpful too. i i loved i love the word fit um and 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 partially because of saint thomas uses arguments from fittingness which right. i think is like key to apologetics which is just we've talked about that before on the on the show but this idea that and it, he can't prove it with his reason, but he can show that, oh yeah, this makes total sense and it's really beautiful and it, and it all fits together so nicely. And and so he'll say like, well, why did God become man? Well, it, we can't prove that from reason that he had to, but we can show that this makes total sense and it's so fitting to our own intellect that we we it's easier for us to accept it in a certain way. But it doesn't give us that point of grace. Like grace still requires a certain revelation from God, a gift from God to our heart to enable us to, to accept those things. But it is, yeah, there's this idea of, of our faith being so fitting and so uh, well, not thought out as if like someone sat in a room somewhere and thought out, oh, this is what the Catholic faith should be like. But but it, it's so attuned to our intellect, shows shows us that God is not, God's calling us to believe in something that's that's not just like pure obedience, you have to believe this crazy thing, but like, He's he's giving us the truth that is satisfying to our intellect, which is really yeah, beautiful. Yeah, you know, and as as the kind of, kind of we converse here and sort of dig into this a little bit deeper, I mean, it's in a very real way that intellectual conversation that is of an apologetics nature is itself also the work of grace. Like mm. I felt very much in my own experience as as I was reading different things that was kind of breaking down one barrier after the other. Um, that my relationship with the Lord actually was growing deeper. Yeah, you know, and so I think to sort of see the working of grace even in a kind of a prevenient mm -hmm. way, you know, kind of this anticipatory way, you know, helping us to break down these barriers, which then would allow kind of the full force of grace mm -hmm. to come in where mm -hmm. you actually start to build, you yeah. know, that relationship where you actually encounter the living God. Mm -hmm. um, and as Jesus said, he's not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. Yeah. And so these are not just kind of stale uh, intellectual truths mm -hmm. that we are, you know, sort of axiomatic truths that we're kind of, or, or you know, syllogistic truths that we're just, we have to kind of believe in. But that, in fact, it's like learning more about the person that we love. You yeah, know? And as yeah. we learn them, that that itself is part of the work of love, is yeah. learning about them. And lo love drives you to learn more, which yeah. is, you know, I think for, for Catholics who, who maybe don't have a really great understanding of the faith, like that's another value of, of learning more about the faith is the more you know, the more there is to love. And then the more you love, the more you want to learn, the more you want to dive deeply, which is why, you know you and I don't have this experience anymore, but when you're on a date, you ask someone, oh, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? That would have been my first favorite question, but what's your what's your favorite color? Where, where did you grow up? All these different things, because knowing those things lead you deeper into love, and then that love seeks out more knowledge, you know, and I think it's so true with our faith, and some, sometimes it's people have been raised Catholic, but have no conception of these things, and then when they first, they start to discover it, all of a sudden there's just this deepening of love and, and, and this understanding brings more of that communion with God. Yeah. 
So I think as you, you started out with a question about like the difference between apologetics mm-hmm. and evangelization, you know, apologetics is one piece of evangelization. It isn't even the whole piece of the rational side yeah. because there's so much, as you were just saying, like a lot of what you were just saying was not just breaking down preconceptions, but actually positively learning about the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, the person of Jesus Christ. And and we do that primarily through the scriptures mm-hmm. uh, and through the living tradition of the church, but also through the liturgy and through art and through getting mm-hmm. to know the saints and all these other ways, which you wouldn't call apologetics, yeah. but are still filling our mind with holy and beautiful truths that in, that uh, cause us or facilitate the encounter mm-hmm. with, with Jesus Christ. You know, So I think to be able to look at even the the use of reason as going beyond simply mm-hmm. the kind of mm-hmm. you know breaking down barriers that, that, that apologetics represents. I don't want to minimize apologetics. I think it's hugely important. I wouldn't be Catholic and I wouldn't be a priest without yeah. it, I yeah, think, today. Yeah. But it, it can't be the whole thing. Yeah, and I think it's important for us, too. I mean, I, I want to go back to your initial definition of apologetics in terms of a, a you know, defense council. Like, there is a reality that our world... Our secular world is combated or combative against the Catholic faith, yeah. and if we don't have a defense, we just kind of get swept away in. Well, you know, eventually we just start to believe what's being said about it. And you know, I, I've, I, I'm sure you've had this where people say, "Oh, well, this is what the church believes." And you're like, "Oh no, that's not what the church believes at all." Well, I heard that from so and so and so and so and so and so, and it's because we don't have the ability to to really keep a good defense or to, to understand why we believe certain things that we can get swept away in the culture. And with so many fronts upon which the church is being attacked these days, you know, that there's, there's a reality that we need to know enough in order to stand firm ourselves, much less to help others stand firm. Yeah, there's a there's a famous quote of, of uh, Venerable uh, Fulton Sheen, and he said, there are not, you've probably heard this before, there are not over 100 people in the United States who hate the Catholic, the Catholic Church. There are millions, however, who hate what they wrongly believe to be yeah, the Catholic yeah, Church. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and then he continues, as a matter of fact, if we Catholics believed all of the untruths and lies which were said against the Church, we probably would hate the Church a thousand times more than they do. Yeah, so I think part of it is just def- is that defense attorney. But, you know, I, I also think that, you know, kind of to go even further, that I, I, the Church in some ways is, the, is sort of the, the last bastion defending the, pro- the right, re- mm-hmm. you know, right reason, right? Mm-hmm. the proper use of the rational faculty. And to be able to express the faith in a way that's rational, understandable, is cohesive mm-hmm. and coherent, um, is not just like putting it up against something else that is cohesive and co- coherent, yeah. because it's it's radically incoherent out yeah. there. So we actually are also evangelizing by showing the integrity of the human mind, mm-hmm. despite the original sp- uh, original sin, uh, despite concupiscence and the fall, and the the mind is darkened and the will is weakened. We do still have a mind that works, and it's yeah. a beautiful thing. And we believe we Catholics believe in it. We believe yeah. in the power of philosophy still, and it's not just a kind of you know hodgepodge of of um, of, of symbols or something. You know, it's actually we can actually get to deep truths through yeah. the human mind. You know, and that, that's that's a topic we could talk a whole another podcast about. But the the reality of 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 truth that can be grasped intellectually and not just emotively, like that yeah. all my my emotions define define what's true, but rather that no rational argumentation can lead us to the truth and indeed uh should lead us to the truth that's uh definitely a tangent that we should go down that'd be fun um in the meantime though we're running out of time thank you father griffins thank you so much for joining us in catholic bites you have a book conveniently out right now about uh apologetics or 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 giving some techniques for apologetics it's called cross examined which is a clever pun uh which i really enjoy actually and uh um, that's out where books are sold. So uh, if you would like a good guide towards apologetics and, and dealing with some of these difficult questions that get brought about by the church uh, or, or to the church, um, check that out. 
Um, and if you liked this podcast and other Catholic podcasts, um, you can find more at catholicbytespodcast.com or on the Apple Podcasts or Spotify apps. Uh, rate and review us, subscribe, whatever all those things are that help other people find the show. That'd be great. Uh, thank you, Father Griffin, uh, for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. And thank you, everyone, and God bless you. <laughs>